Because if we're growing an actual business and something valuable, it's going to take time. It will snowball and it takes time to move the thing and get it moving in a direction. Are you a product-based business? Maybe handmade or importing? I do both. I'm spending my own cash advertising on Facebook and Instagram to help grow my two Shopify stores from scratch that I started in 2020. So join me in this diary type podcast where I share real-time challenges and wins as things happen day to day in real time because we often feel less alone in our e-commerce journey when sharing the challenges with someone else. If you're just starting out or growing your small online business, I think you'll find my experiences motivational as I share from my kitchen table in Adelaide, Australia. Brought to you by one of my e-commerce shops, theturtlejournal.com.au. Hey, welcome to Aussie E-Commerce Mum. My name is Rachel. This is episode number 32. I want to talk about getting more sales in 2023. Do you have enough sales in your online store? Would you like more sales in your online store? If you are like me in e-commerce and just been doing this for a little while, this is my third year in e-commerce. I have two Shopify stores and I still feel like I'm at the stage sometimes of scrambling for sales. After two full years, I still feel like some things, you know, are experiments and they're up and down. It's not consistent. I'm sure I'm not alone and it's probably one of the most common Uh, complaints for us in e-commerce that we just need more sales we just want more sales how come people aren't buying from us and how come we you know can't make a living out of this and live off of the income because we haven't got the volume we need this is a massive topic you know needless to say and I'm sure you have tried 101 things to boost your sales as I have and I'll continue to do so as well because growing a business And having a growth mindset and experimenting and being curious and uh, scrappy and creative is is like what I love about it. It's sort of the core of, of, I think, a lot of business owners and how they function and get them up in the morning and trying to work out the puzzle for how to grow and what new challenge might arise. But having said all that, you know, we are trying to grow businesses here. Hey, like I'm trying to sell products, you're trying to sell products. So some sort of consistency in our sales is what we are aiming for so that we can focus on other things and continue to grow. I am not going to talk a lot about um, organic strategies really because I I don't use a lot of them. Like I'm not familiar with growing from scratch organically at all. Uh, To be honest, I feel like I'm far too old to spend the time on that in my life. That's genuinely how I think. I I, I don't want to spend the next five, ten years trying to grow organically from nothing without some sort of control for myself and some sort of advertising support which is kind of where I'm going with this episode if you're looking for more sales in your business I would ask you whether you utilize paid advertising do you advertise on Facebook or Instagram or Pinterest or Etsy or the newspaper or a podcast or the radio Uh, do you basically take that kind of control into your own hands for your traffic your own traffic for your own website and drive that for yourself that's what I would strongly encourage you to consider if you don't already do so And if you do already do so, what ways are you measuring those things? How do you measure success in those areas? What sort of records are you keeping? And what sort of records do you have for your customers? How do you reach out to them again? How do you remarket to them or keep in touch with them with a newsletter and utilize email newsletter, you know, marketing in the background? What ways are you maximizing what you already do so that you feel like you're not just doing something once and then it's just done you know like when sometimes when you feel like you post on social I feel like one social media post is like done and then that's it it's it disappears minutes later people have forgotten about it within minutes or seconds 
you know, a few days later, nobody even remembers it happened. It's a bit like that with social media. So that's sort of, I think, why it's always important to evaluate what you're doing and why you're doing it, which I have a whole podcast episode about that (laughs) called Why Are You Doing That? I can't remember what episode number it is, maybe 14 or something like that. So fundamentally, I'd like to ask you, what sort of life is it you're looking for? And that sounds fluffy. I don't mean it to sound fluffy at all, but do you want to be selling in person? Do you want to sell your products at markets and stores? Do you want to sell your products purely online? Do you want to do both? Do you want to be, um, you know, in the hustle and bustle of a market on the weekend selling and chatting to customers? Do you want to be working from home in the quiet of, you know, your own home, just you and yourself during the week and, and just corresponding with customers online? Or do you want to do a bit of both? Do you want to open a little store in your in your town where you live in Australia and have customers there face to face with you know your own store and your own curated products it sort of depends really how you want to do this it because if you google how to grow a business (laughs) which is such a waste of time hey because it must be a million answers to that question so I'm really going to tell you what it is that I have been doing, why I think it's been working and why I'll continue to do so. And I say think being, think it's been working because I've been able to measure results. You really need to be able to measure your results. You need to be able to see the efforts you put in and what results that gets out. And I'm not talking about straight sales. Like you, I, don't, I don't mean you need to be able to draw a direct line between a social media post and a sale that you got. I don't mean that kind of direct. I mean, it needs to fit into your larger marketing funnel. It needs to make sense for your larger sales strategy, which I've talked about sort of on and off in a lot of different episodes. I think it's a bit of a bent of mine about strategy. I, I do talk about it a lot. So I have other episodes that touch on the topic, but I do have a strategy. I have it printed. It's on my pin board. I've got different phases in that strategy of a marketing funnel that show me how each area relates to each other so that I know the efforts I'm putting into writing a blog to try and get more sales this year is linked in a specific way because it it gets me traffic back to my website. It helps with SEO for people to find me organically on the topics I'm writing about, but also it gives me an opportunity to contact my email newsletter list and say, hey, I've published a new blog article. Do you want to check it out? And it also then increases my, uh, you know, my industry knowledge, my trustworthiness and credibility for that audience. That was all a lot, but it's, it, I'm sort of just rattling off a heap of stuff, but it all matches. It all like goes together and I understand how it goes together. So whatever it is you decide to do to get yourself more sales, at least sit down for yourself and work out how these efforts will tie into each other and support each other. And I will tell you what I've sort of been doing and what I think has been working particularly well recently. I feel like the last two years has been real foundational for me. I have spent a lot of money in two years acquiring my customer base. Without Facebook and Instagram advertising, I would have no business. I'm 100% sure of that. And I have broken even in two years, which I'm incredibly pleased of considering you know the stories I hear about other people who've lost a lot of money advertising on Meta. I've at least broken even and I've acquired a lot of customers and purchase customers so expensive traffic from Facebook and Instagram that has given me a really great solid customer base that has given me proof of concept now to continue this and some social proof and trustworthiness and great feedback from customers who have bought from me again and again all that to say is this is a long-term game like this is a marathon we are not in a sprint growing a business is a marathon I talk about you are the captain of your own ship and if you are the captain of the ship This takes a lot of effort to get moving, hey, a ship and a lot to turn and a lot of resources to keep the thing going and getting to where it needs to go. 
So none of this happens quickly. I'll just encourage you that it doesn't happen fast. So no matter how far along you are in business, you might be so brand new or you might be way down the track from me. It's just not overnight. This takes a long time to build something that's actually worthwhile. And there's so many examples around the world of this, of people who've started businesses and were, you know, losing money for years and then suddenly started to make money and became incredibly profitable. And then other businesses pop up overnight and seem to be an overnight success and go viral. But often then if you dig into that person, you find out that this has been a long journey for them too. It's just suddenly that the world's noticed them. That seems like a really uh, unsatisfactory answer to the how do I get more sales. But I just think it's so important to keep our um, expectations reasonable, which I also talk about in the episode, why are you doing that? Because if we're growing an actual business and something valuable, it's going to take time. It will snowball and it takes time to move the thing and get it moving in a direction. So this is my third year. And you know what? I'm beginning to feel like the efforts I've made the last two years are starting to pay off. That's truly how I think it's taken me now is two years to feel like I have a handle on knowing what it is I should be doing and also seeing some of the benefits um, of the things I have been doing starting to make a difference in my sales now in year three. And I've I've started to um, identify some focus areas. I feel like I could probably put a lot of my efforts and the tasks I do day to day into some fairly broad buckets. And this is what I would suggest you consider for your own business in growing to getting more sales is some of these things may be worth considering for you if you're not already doing so. And like I said, whatever it is you decide to do, how does that strategy work together and how can you evaluate and measure and have some metrics around those strategies to see how successful they have been for you and if you think those efforts were worthwhile and valuable to continue with or if you want to you know, pivot and redirect your attention elsewhere to something different. So what sort of life do you want to have? I sort of asked you, but it also depends a little bit to what platform are you selling on? Are you already selling on a platform or are you thinking about it and trying to decide? And the answer to your question, what sort of life do you want is also a little similar to what platform do you want to be on? Because they have, they go a bit hand in hand because if you sell on Etsy or eBay or Amazon, those platforms come built in with this massive audience and its own advertising support because people are already searching things on those platforms. So arguably you need to be better and have better skills and be better at other things on those platforms than if you had a Shopify store like I do and I'm driving my own traffic there. So I don't sell on Etsy. I used to and I've started and stopped over the years. I just haven't I haven't been able to stick at it to make it work for me. But plenty of people do, but I, I'm just not the person who knows much about that. Needless to say though, I would just say that those platforms are all very similar to each other. Etsy, eBay, Amazon, they're all sort of price comparative shopping platforms. You need to have different skills to to succeed on those platforms, I believe, than if you would have a Shopify store or if you sell in social media or if you sell in person. I think they're a different sort of skill set. And if you do sell in person, then again, um, you know, that sort of relates to what sort of what do you want to be doing with your time on the weekends and during the week? And if you sell in person or do you sell on social media through Facebook and Instagram or TikTok? I mean, if you're growing organically, TikTok seems to be the place to be. It might be the only place to be if you're trying to grow organically. I see someone on TikTok. It's incredible. She 
she's very vocal on TikTok with how her business is going. And this is the thing I love about TikTok is the creators there are massively raw and they tell you really the behind the scenes, everything that's going on. So it's very unfiltered, not like Instagram at all. Um, is that she she gets sales when she posts on TikTok. So she's on TikTok several times a day talking about lots of different things. And it, I see her pop up every time I open TikTok within a couple of videos, she's there. So she has the sheer volume on that platform. So I think that's how she's succeeding. But she, at the same time, she seems to be a similar stage business that I am as far as her sales are and her revenue um, from what she's talked about. And we started at a similar time. But she, um, she's, she's probably far too cheap, I think. <laughs> But she gets sales when she posts on TikTok and she does feel like she's at the mercy of the algorithm. She talks about that a bit. So I would say that with being growing just purely organically and not having any control over your own traffic, which makes me really scared for her, is that she is at complete mercy of TikTok and she knows that and she talks about that and she's a bit worried about that for her own business. So uh, maybe you, you do that or you have a bricks and mortar store, like I said, down you know the main street of your town in Australia. So these are the focus areas I have come to build for myself and validate over the last two years as important in getting more sales. Number one, Facebook and Instagram ads. I will bang on about that all the time. I have a few episodes about Facebook and Instagram ads and my flagship episode of how to spend $5 per day advertising on Facebook and Instagram, I would so encourage you to go back and listen to. If you don't advertise on the platform, if you don't get traffic to your website, if you don't know how to get traffic to your website, if you feel like basically you're just a little blip in the universe of websites and no one finds you, that's a good place to start. But that strategy and my Facebook strategy, ad strategy that I use for myself in my business only works as part of a larger picture. I think Facebook was huge, uh, in 2020, 100%, probably a bit before that, but I came to the platform in 2020 with advertising as like generating so much money for its advertisers within hours of advertising. It was phenomenal. There was nothing like 2020 online. It's not like that anymore. And with changes to Apple and privacy updates and more to come, I'm sure it's definitely not like that anymore. So Facebook ads and meta uh, Instagram ads or any ads, I should really say, Pinterest, Google, the whole lot, they all need to form part of the larger picture. None of these these focus areas that I focus on are immune to being part of my larger strategy. These larger strategy of deciding what I'm going to do, why I'm going to do it, what sort of results I can expect, are those results reasonable? How do I have avenues to then remarket to those leads and keep those people's details, you know, some sort of email newsletter list and keep in contact with them, stay in touch with them, so that I'm not the, at the mercy of an algorithm. So Facebook and Instagram ads, that is absolutely one of my focus areas. And I, the more I'm leaning into that this year and boosting the efforts of my ads with organic socials, the more success I'm seeing. This is how it ties into other social media. So if you post organically a lot, I think you would find a lot of benefit actually in advertising on Facebook and Instagram, because I think those efforts would just magnify each other. And I think the, um, what's that saying? I think the the whole is greater than the sum of the parts. Yeah, I think the whole would be the great greater than the sum of the parts. If you were to do a little heavy organic social and also start with some advertising also. 
So they work together. In addition, I've been doing Facebook Lives and I'll continue to do so. That's been fantastic for my reach. It's been great to actually get to chat to customers on live, but 100% more importantly, I have been able to email all my customers after the fact and say, hey, did you check out my live? And so far I've been able to attribute two sales each time I've gone live directly to that live event. Live as in I was online for like 15 to 20 minutes. And this week I had six sales. I could directly see the result from that 15 minute live. Like what sort of, you know, what sort of effort have I been able to get that sort of result from before for in two years, like nothing. So lives will continue to become a pillar part and a key focus area of what I will be doing in 2023 to get sales. Absolutely it will. So Facebook ads, organic socials, live Facebook events, email marketing, the other huge piece. I have a couple of episodes about email marketing. I absolutely make money from email marketing. In fact, earlier this week, I made several hundred dollars from one email, which was like a follow-up email. I'd sent my customers over the weekend saying, hey, I'm launching in this new product. I told you about it a week ago. Here's the secret link. You can go buy it now if you want. I'm going to tell everybody about it on Tuesday. And then I sent them all a reminder email on Monday and said, hey, remember that secret, you know, new product I've just released? Here's your last chance to get it before I tell the world about it tomorrow. And on Monday, I had like 300 and something dollars of sales from that product from an email. Remember, this is just an email. Like I've talked before about email. Nothing scales like email. You can have a list of 50 people on your email list and you send an email and no one buys. But you could have a list of 500 people, you send an email and you get maybe two people buy and get 100 bucks of sales or something. You could spend, you could have 50,000 people on your list and get like $2,000 of sales every time you send an email. But each time you sent those emails, the effort and the time it took you, the business owner, was the same. It took you no longer to write the email that made you 10 grand than it did to write the email that made you zero. Do you know what I mean? Like it really scales over time. And I think I'm beginning to see the fruit of that now into my third year. After two years of building and nurturing this group of customers with information and great content and ways to get to know me and asking what they think and what their thoughts are and getting some feedback and telling them about new products and new offers, all that sort of stuff. I've, I'm just I'm beginning to see now this is starting to pay off and I haven't even got an email list that's, that's huge like it's less than 500 people so not even that huge which is why I'll be growing it more this year with probably giveaways I'll be running giveaways often this year to boost that email list so that's a focus area email marketing and a blog is the other area so writing a blog consistently once a week I'm trying to do but I've already failed at that it's only the start of February I think I've written Oh, no, I think I've only written two this year, maybe one. I need to get onto that better. <laughs> I'll, I'll get better at doing that for sure. That's something I need to focus on more. I um, A blog is important. It's great for my SEO. And I can see in the back of Google Analytics how many people find me through Google and through organic. So I know a blog is worth it. It also gives me content, like I said before, to email out to my newsletter list and say, hi, I've published a new blog article. Check it out. Put that on my social media and I'm planning also to I thought about it is I'll talk about it in my Facebook live like all of these pieces need to work together and I need to leverage them all to get the most out of them so that I'm not just producing this one piece of content which is i.e a blog article and then it never sees the light of day again like there's so much effort I might as well make a social post out of it or a couple of social posts I might as well talk about it on my Facebook live email it to my newsletter list and then 
do the same in a few months time no one remembers in a few months time about that blog article so i could send it again to my newsletter list i could put it again on social media i have new customers again in three months time and they've never heard of it so all of these things have a little part to play in a larger picture i think that's what i'm trying to say so to get more sales it's usually not just the one thing it is the accumulation of all of these different efforts together that you need to validate for yourself are worthwhile doing and why they're worthwhile doing so that you can start to lean into them and then just be patient (laughs) and see over time what starts to happen e-commerce is a numbers game like it is very mathematical if you have a conversion rate of one to two percent which is very usual in e-commerce mine is like hovering just over one percent it's not very high because i've been pumping in a lot of organic not organic a lot of top of funnel customers through awareness campaigns and organic socials and giveaways which is really cheap traffic so my conversion rate is fairly low at the moment but i'm trying to really boost my email newsletter list as well in addition to going live and reconnecting with my customers and um, nurturing them towards the sale that way as well So that's how they are sort of working together for me this year. I've seen um, some results of of these focus areas just in the last couple of weeks. And it's validated for me that I feel like I'm on the right track with these to really actually get more sales in 2023 than I had before because I had the time to focus on it, which I haven't had before. So what focus areas will you think about for yourself? Do you do any of these things? Have you thought about it? And what do you do and how they work together? That's really important. I hope you go away from this thinking, what do I want to do? How do I want my life to look? What sort of business am I looking for? Do I want to advertise for myself? Do I just want to use the platforms advertising already like Etsy or eBay or Amazon with places that already have their own traffic? Do I want to sell in person? Um, You know, what is it that you want to do? How do you want your business to look? And then have you tried these sorts of areas for yourself? And can you see how maybe they go together? So Facebook ads, organic socials, a Facebook Live or Instagram Live or TikTok Live, email marketing and a blog. They're sort of my areas. So it's that one, two, three, four, I think that's five key areas for me this year that are, that are starting to already amplify my sales in the last couple of weeks. And, I, and I'm I'm 100% sure that is not just because I started these things in January. That is absolutely not the case. Please don't misunderstand what I'm trying to say. This is my third year of business. This is the year I need to make a real go of this for myself and my family. So I believe the efforts I've done the last two years in testing and trying and experimenting in different things have sort of helped me be able to try different things and evaluate the results faster and see how it plays into the larger marketing funnel, the larger strategy, the larger picture, which then helps me decide if it's worth continuing with or not continuing with and to be patient about it. So that's my episode. I hope that was a little encouraging on how to get sales in 2023. It wasn't tiny, tiny specific. I'd like to go more detail into how to do a Facebook Live, how to run your own Facebook ads, um, how to write a blog and what to do with organic social. So different areas, I suppose, I'm focusing on. Well, to put it out there, to say this is what I've come to uh, decide for myself for this year at the moment that I will be focusing on as these key focus areas because I see how they all work together. I see how they've impacted my sales as a large picture that work in conjunction with each other. So thanks for joining me. I hope my Diary Style podcast has been an encouragement for you as we spent this time together. Please head over to aussieecommercemum.com.au. You can find me there. You can see more podcast episodes or send me an email. I'd really love to hear from you. 
Thanks for hanging out with me today and I'll see you next time. Keep learning.